Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and once again, welcome back to Flea Flicker. I'm your host, John Murray. Yeah, it's been a couple hours ago, but like I usually have said, when I have um, days off, this is the best chance I get to sit down and actually do some episodes for you guys, you guys and gals. So, again, like I said, I have today and I have tomorrow off, so I have two straight days off in a row, and uh, we're doing the best we can to catch up on all, all the uh, news that's going on in the world of football, or at least we're trying to do so. Um, as I stated in my last episode, by this time next week, the, uh, the first round of the NFL draft will be off and running. And I don't know if they're 9 26 at night. Who knows? We might be. Who knows? We're drafting later on the 10th, 11th draft, the pick of the draft, for all we know. Sometimes the draft, I think the draft has known to be three, three and a half hours long, sometimes four hours long. It all depends on, on how things, how things, how things go, how teams, you know, how teams get their picks in quick enough, or, or if there's going to be a draft day trade. Um, a lot of people are wondering if there's probably going to be some draft day trades this year. Um, I wouldn't be totally shocked. I, I got a feeling there might be one or two. I'm going to make that prediction now. Um, of course, as I said in my last episode, there's some buzz going around that the Arizona Cardinals may be interested in trading at that third spot. Um, I wouldn't discount the uh, Seahawks. Seahawks, as crazy as that sounds, they could trade out Seattle, John Schneider, and Pete Carroll. They've been known to trade down in a draft. I mean, heck, Bill Belichick and the Patriots have been known to do that. So don't be shocked if you see some kind of you know, trades to get down the draft. Some people trade down, some people trade up. Players might be traded. Of course, names like DeAndre Hopkins has gotten floated out there. Just one name get floated out there. Um, there's several names that get floated out there, but I wouldn't be totally shocked. I'd probably be surprised um, if there's going to be a draft day trade. But again, here we are, one week, one week away from um, the NFL draft. And if you're a fan like I am, I'm gearing up and I'm getting back to the draft. Um, I do have the the first night off the draft, which I'm excited about that, and I get a chance to watch all the first all the first round. Of course, I will get a chance to watch the the second or the third day of the draft because I unfortunately I have to work unfortunately <laughs> story of my life right but again that's that's what you have to do to make make a living right again I might not have the normal nine to five job usually my like I said all my time my job requires me to work um, in the evenings um, and I guess I guess uh, early afternoon to late in the evenings that's kind of my job requires that's what I'm asked to do and um, I wish there's times I could, you know, sit down and look at and, and watch the draft. But of course, like I said, I will keep updated on the phone and uh, hopefully here very soon for you guys and gals. I'm going to do the best I can to um, do a um, new Bob prediction of, of the draft here very, very soon. Probably not this episode or one. I'll probably spend the next couple of episodes after this one catching up on catching up on uh, stuff as the world of football continues to keep spinning, you know, spinning out um, news. Uh, for those who join for the very first time, I want to say thank you for doing so. And please, invite your family, your friends, your loved ones, your neighbors, your fellow co-workers, whoever you need to invite, please, by all means, invite them to come on in. Like I said, I mean, we're all family and friends here. We're talking about the world of football. And uh, if you're a big, big, big football fan, I, I like to hear from you. Um, like I say, you can reach me on Facebook. Or Spotify, ask me any question whatsoever, or if you or, or if you got an opinion on something on, on the world of football, who do you think who do you think 
drafted by your respective their respective team, or who you think is going to be the first overall pick in the draft, or what teams you think might make a trade. I want to hear from you. I like to have your opinion. Everybody's got an opinion. Everybody has to be an armchair quarterback, right? And I'm interested. What is what is all means? I want to hear your opinion in your, in your subject. And and trust me, if, if it's something that intrigues me, I'll mention I'll mention it on I'll mention it on my podcast. And I'll give you and I'll give you my take on, on your opinion. I, I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you guys, um, guys and gals. So please, by all means, you know, I'm interested. Interested in your opinion. And for those who do from day one, I want to say thank you for doing so. And please invite your family, your friends, your loved ones, your neighbors, your fellow co-workers, whoever you invite. By all means, invite them. Invite them to listen. And again, I value your opinion too. Old, you know, any of new viewers, older viewers, um, please. Like I said, I'm on Facebook and I'm on Spotify. You can actually ask me questions up there and I will do the best I can to answer them for you. Again, like I said, I'll take any time after any any of my episodes that's ever answered your question. Well, I'll do a whole episode, nothing but answering your question. So again, I feel that your opinion is very valuable to me, and I do it because I love doing this, but I also love to hear your opinion on it. Like I said, I'm not the greatest podcaster in the world, I guess if I could say it like that. I mean, of course, there are many other podcasts out there that are probably a million times better than mine. Uh, but again, I love talking football, and again, I can... Um, Think a mile a minute. That's kind of how the mind. That's how the mind. The mind works. Um, if you got, if you do not listen to me here on Anchor, I'm on Spotify, our Radio, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public. I'm on these. If you need to, please by all means listen to me on those. And for whatever you're doing, I've already stated whether you got day off, day off, household chores, you're running on running errands. Please by all means. Listen again, please listen. I'm all ears. I mean, like I said, I try to do my very best to keep growing my viewership, grow the viewership, and grow my listenership. So, please, by all means, I want your opinions. Um, I'd love to hear your opinions. Uh, love to hear your opinions on the show. Like I said, uh, what's your favorite team? What's your favorite to do this year? Um, the draft, head coaching hires, whatever it is. Please, by all means, I'm interested in. Um, Hearing from from you. Um, geez, I think we've covered enough. I mean, let's jump into what we're gonna talk about is football itself. And um, I guess the biggest the biggest thing we need to talk about is, and that was something that happened about three days ago. And that is the Philadelphia Philadelphia Eagles starting quarterback Jalen Hurts got paid. Um, Jalen Hurts says his uh, contract. Spun out, I believe it's like for a five year deal, $255 million and $179.304 million is guaranteed. I don't have it come with the 3.04 part of the deal, but again, that's yeah, again, I'm not a Jalen Hurts agent, so I can't really come up with that with that you know, with that concept, concept, what that all meant. But Jalen Hurts got paid, and Jalen Hurts come a long road from the University of Alabama, where he was part of the national championship team, then again, he got benched. Tua takes over. He goes to the University of Oklahoma. Then he goes to being a second round pick of the Philadelphia Eagles and back of Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz gets benched. Jalen takes over. Um, Jalen takes over. Um, 
His first year as a starter, he had some ups, he had some downs. But last year, he got a 360 with one of the better quarterbacks in the league, and he was probably the second MVP voting. Um, behind Patrick Mahomes, and to be honest with you, he might have, he could have won the uh, the award uh, if injuries had not even towards him in the last season. He did come back in the playoffs, played well, had a very good Super Bowl to the point where if the Eagles had to win the Super Bowl, he certainly would have won the MVP. So Jalen Hurts has taken tremendous, tremendous strides, and I believe that the um, Adam Roseman, Jeff Lurie, they see that he has taken tremendous strides, and, and Jalen Hurts is only going to get is only going to improve that much more. Thus, thus he gets a D. And my congratulations, Jalen Hurts, on 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 the great deal. The, the Eagles now have their quarterback for many many years to come. And Jalen, like I said, he took strides during COVID and again. Hopefully, uh, hopefully the young man will continue to to get to take more strides. And then last year, the biggest thing was AJ Brown. AJ Brown, AJ Brown was a guy that helped take Jalen Hurts over the top. That cannot be stressed. A guy like a guy like an AJ Brown, a top-notch receiver, can take the quarterback over the top. I mean, let's be honest with you. Joe Burrow. Yeah, Joe Burrow had T Higgins and Tyler Boyd. Two pretty decent receivers. But when you drafted Jalen drafted Jamal Chase, it competed in LSU. It took it over the over the top. And again, Devontae Smith, Devontae Smith had a had a decent rookie year. Some may consider disappointment. I think he ended up getting like nine or some yards. But again, he had AJ Brown. They took the pressure off of Devontae Smith and Devontae Smith and AJ Brown both had a thousand yard years. Now of course the same guy Dallas Howard who's a pretty pretty good tight end in the Again the offense the last couple years for the uh, for the Eagles have been has been rolling right along. Again the Eagles have a pretty good offensive line. They've had a good running game the last couple years and Miles Sanders has taken his talents to Carolina Panthers. They've added Rashard Penny. Rashard Penny has always had talent, but he's never been able to stay on the field, on the field, you know, for the whole 16 or 17 teams. He never has been able to do that. So that becomes an interesting issue. Um, I like Kenneth Gainwell, the right now Gainwell will probably be the number two guy. And then recently, watch God. So again, the point, the point being is this, is this. Um, We'll see. we'll see what the Eagles go. Offensively, the Eagles are still primed to have a pretty good, pretty good year. As long as Jalen Hurts, the offensive line is healthy, those weapons, yeah, those weapons continue to move right along. It's going to be a pretty tough offense to defend. Defend defensively, the Eagles have got they've had to they've had to make some adjustments on the defense side. Well, they lost a few players. They were able to gain get some players back. But again, Jalen, but again, the Eagles and Jalen Hurts are still a team to. Pretty much be the fourth in the NFC, most in the East or the NFC in general. Now, it will be interesting. The Eagles, the Cowboys have made some quality adjustments, and some may think the Cowboys may be the team to beat the Cowboys' defense, may be better than the Eagles. Offensively, the Eagles are still better. Now, granted, the Cowboys did get Brandon Cooks paid for break, but again, overall, the Eagles' offense is better than the Cowboys. Now, I think the Cowboys have on the defensive side of the ball. Special teams, I've given the Eagles the edge on special teams. But again, and again, yes, the Giants, they've improved the last year. Of course, you still have the Washington division. But again, you look at the NFC itself. I mean, yes, the Cowboys. I hope so for the Cowboys there. I mean, look at the NFC North. 
there like perfect lines being proved. Why can so many be continue? Um, look at it. Can the bucks get can the bucks with Baker be good on the shepherd king? Can they still be there? A lot of the Saints being good. The 49ers are still there. If Brock Purdy, Trey Lance, or everybody quarterback it, that team. But again, Seattle's made some trends tries last year. Can they continue to be To me, Philadelphia is still a top or maybe four to even the NFC. There probably still are, maybe top five, yes. There's still are teams. And there are teams to contend with the NFC still. And again, locking up Jalen Hurts is certainly something that you have to do. Because then again, if you've got that type of quarterback, you do get the quarterback in the major team for the next many years, you gotta lock them up. You gotta make that trade. This becomes very interesting because now the Philadelphia Eagles have now said and have set the standards of what you should make a quarterback and have all the guaranteed money. So to me, what that means is for guys like, let's say, Lamar Jackson, you know, Lamar, he wants his total, he wants all guaranteed money. Now, again, does Lamar change his mind and say, well, you know, Jim Hurts, Jim Hurts got this, maybe Jim Hurts got 255 million. Maybe I can get, maybe I can get about the same amount. Maybe I can get a $200 million contract. Maybe I can get paid 180 guaranteed. I mean, something like that. I mean, maybe Lamar thinks differently. Again, the Cleveland Browns done the one thing that is kind of unheard of is he got, he got all that guaranteed money, which is, yes, it's still a shocker to a lot of NFL experts, a lot of the analysts, and some more people are going to be promising to buy some of the owners. Philadelphia Eagles have. Maybe they have set the standard and not Cleveland. Maybe this is what our quarterbacks are looking at now. Like, hey, Deshaun Watson, this is not me. Deshaun Watson is Cleveland did this. Let's look at Jalen's contract. Maybe, you know, we should get that. Again, now Jalen and Philadelphia have set, have set that standard. Again, again, Joe Burrow. Now, if you're Joe Burrow, you look at Joe Burrow, he's been in the league for three years. He's taking his team to a Super Bowl and then they the championship game. Now, Burrow's probably saying, okay, well, let me see if, um, okay, Jalen's, okay, I'm maybe I'm a little more than Jalen Hurts at the time. 255, I might need 260, and I need 190 million that guarantee. Maybe I need 200 million that guarantee. I mean, does Joe, does Joe Burrow think along those lines? Now, I know Joe Burrow's come out publicly and said that he wants to take a contract. He wants to certainly get money back on the table to keep feeding him, to keep Jamal Chase around. And trust me, I would love to do that for my quarterback. And he wants to take he wants he wants to get paid. But he wants that money back on the table for his top two weapons. And I get that. And I understand that. I think that's a yeah, that's great. That's great that Joe Burrow said that. But what kind of Joe Burrow really means that? Then again he talked about the Chargers and Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert in the first three years of his has passed for more yards than anybody else in the history of this game. And he made his first playoff appearance this past season. Now, does what what does Jalen Hurts want? Does Jalen Hurts think maybe he wants 256 million guaranteed 
$206 million contract, and they didn't even want they didn't even want the $181 million they were going to get or something like that. Yeah, but not beyond that. But again, another guy, Tua, for example. Now, Tua had a career year last year. Granted, he had some concussion issues. We get that. But again, Tua's contract come up. What does Tua say? If Tua could say, for example, Tua say has a whole 17 games, no concussion issues. Let's say he puts up similar numbers or slightly better numbers. And let's say the offense moves hurt and then they win a couple of playoff games. Then again, Tua could look and say, well, I didn't know what the last couple of years I played against. Here's a contract that I want. Again, again, quarterbacks, man, we're going to put special quarterbacks. I don't want to get paid, you know, X amount of dollars. Again, again, I don't fault I don't fault Jalen Hurts for doing what he wants. Me and Philadelphia both know we have to go. Again, they've got a quarterback in place. Now again, I know they've talked about the quarterback as Carson Wentz. Wentz did have an MVP like year for one year, and they thought that hey, again, when they drafted Jalen Hurts, I'm sure Carson Wentz looked over his shoulder and was like, "Wow, wait a minute, why did they draft Jalen Hurts? Here, I just came off an MVP year." Granted, I got hurt, but I came off of it. What do we need Jalen Hurts? And of course, I think Howard Roseman and some time ago had uh, got on Carson Wentz's case because he felt Carson Wentz was insecure because they drafted Jalen Hurts. And now, when you look at it now, the Eagles drafted Jalen Hurts. He's getting, he's, getting, he's getting paid a monster buck, and Carson Wentz is trying to find a job in the NFL. So again, look at look, I guess the Eagles made made the better decision. But the Hurts now, again, like they're like, you get paid that amount of money, here comes the pressure. Now, and of course, in Philadelphia, you know, you know how Philadelphia fans are. Philadelphia fans are one of the most vocal, the most vile fans in, 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 history, in the history of any city on God's green earth, right? Everybody, I mean, what is it to say? This is the city that Boone is a Boone Santa Claus? Yeah. And if you're Boone Santa Claus, man, you'll get anything, right? I mean, there's been some great, great figures in the history of Philadelphia. You think about it. What about Michael Schmidt? If you're a baseball fan, you know Mike Schmidt, third baseman for the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, one, of the, one of the greatest third basemen in the history of the game. I mean, heck, they boo, they boo him. Remember, you had Dr. J, right? Charles Barkley was, was a 76er. Allen Iverson was a 76er. Who was the, uh, the goalie with the Flyers? Brett Hull? Yeah, he was a talented hockey player. Again, there's been a lot of people, and trust me, there's been a lot of great football players that have come you know, play for the Philadelphia, you know, Philadelphia Eagles. And again, Philadelphia, you know, Philadelphia Stars for a championship. And again, yes, the Phillies have won, a champ- have won some championships. Again, the Eagles, it wasn't that long ago the Eagles won the championship. The 76ers, it's been a long time since they've won. The Flyers, it's the Flyers have won, have won, have won the Stanley Cup. But again, Concussion had a long Jalen Hurts. Man, he's gotta continue. He's gotta continue. He's gotta continue right along. Pressure's gonna go on him. Now with that almost MVP like year this past year, people don't expect that every single year. People don't expect, okay, if you almost won the MVP last year, you need you need to win it this year. You got okay, you got us a Super Bowl last year. Now you need to win Super Bowl games. And that's what the expectations gonna come with now. The Eagles have a solid foundation as far as, you know, as the right football coach, Nick Sirianni. They have the right general manager, Howie Rosen, who always seems to amaze me 
that the deal is even made. You better have steady ownership in Jeff Wood. So again, so again, Eagles are in the right again. Jeff's in the right situation. He's got you know he's got the right tools, the right general manager, a good coach in his yeah, you know. And you know Nick's fine. I mean, let's be honest. Nick has done an outstanding job the first two years in this area. He took a team that nobody thought could make the playoffs. Yeah, a couple of years ago, he got them in the playoffs. Granted, got them from the first round. Then took them to the Super Bowl. Again, Jalen Hurts was fourteen and one as a starter last year. And again, the Eagles. They were games where the Eagles beat the tar off them. Lions. The Eagles have a balanced team last year. Now, defense might be a struggle this year for the. Uh, but offensively, everything should still be should be fine. And Jalen is the is going is the puppet master. He's the one pulling the strings. And again, Jalen, Jalen, he has a another year of AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard. Um, uh, you still have you know Quez Watkins is still there as another free receiver. But again, they made a signing today. Uh, they signed a former Zachary. Zacharias, I probably pronounced his name wrong. Um, the former Atlanta Falcons receiver of last last year, who put up a career year. He's now coming to Philadelphia. He's going to challenge Watkins for the number three position. That becomes a very interesting spot. That becomes a very interesting position to you know, challenge for. But again, the running game is very interesting. Cam Rashard Keys could have you for a full, you know, for a full seventeen games. That's going to be a big issue. Now, of course, if you if you if you listen to all the draft, if you listen to all the draft, and you might think, you know, Baji Robinson, University of Texas running back, he could wind up with the Philadelphia Eagles. Now again, wouldn't be a bad pick. I mean, I know running backs are it's a reach to get a running back that late nowadays. But again, I can't again can imagine Robinson and talent and the talent that he has. You put him on the Philadelphia Eagles. A lot of people come on compare Robinson to the Damon Thomason, and that's a pretty strong comparison for a Hall of Famer. Again, if Robinson is is like that, and you put him on the Philadelphia Eagles with Jalen Hurts, that offensive line, then again, the Eagles become even more dangerous. There, offensively, would I would I put it past him? No, I wouldn't put it past him. Go get Robinson, not at all. I mean, with a sharp a sharp opinion, you don't know the Eagles have help for a full. 16 or 17 games because he hasn't done it in his entire career. Penny, yes. Penny has talented talent. I think he averaged for like five, five yards a carry last year when he touched the football and he was healthy. Again, he certainly lost his job to Kenny Walker, who's now the top running back for the Seattle Seahawks now. But again, Penny, I like Gainwell. And I wouldn't be totally shocked if Gainwell could out be, yeah. I'll be picking at some point in time for the starting job. And Scott, Boston Scott, who was, who always seems to hang hang, hang around uh, the Eagles. He is, of course, Boston Scott is a New York Giant beater, world beater, or so it seems to be the case. But yeah, you, got, you, you like it. Yeah, I like it. I like this team. I like it. You know, again, I still like the offense. I mean, Sanders, Sanders had a career year, plus the nine fifty. They still played well without Miles Sanders before. They can play without uh, Miles Sanders still. But again, right now, Jalen Hurts is what is going to make it is is the puppet master. He's the one that makes the makes the machine go. The bottom line is now, if you lose Jalen Hurts, that becomes a huge problem for Philadelphia. 
And yes, I hear they signed Marcus Mariota to be his backup. And Mariota is pretty much, pretty much has the same tools as Jalen Hurts. Now, I think Jalen Hurts has a better arm than Marcus Mariota. Now, the running, maybe you can make a comparison to the running, the running part of it. But Hurts has got a better arm than Marcus Mariota. But the reason is, they got Mariota because if something happened to Jalen Hurts, they can continue to run the system because Mariota can run that system. Whereas maybe Garden Minshew, you could not run the full playbook with Garden Minshew. But with Mariota, you can run the exact same playbook that you run for Jalen Hurts. And that's why Mariota's there. But again, I don't blame Philadelphia. And again, I love to. If you've got that type of quarterback, if you've got that guy that you feel like that, that can take your franchise yeah, to the playoffs and maybe get a Super Bowl for many, many years to come, then you have to pay me money. But again, a lot of those people, from, from Burrow to Urban to Lamar Jackson to Tua, those are guys now that are, are sitting back and looking at those contracts. Okay, okay. Hurts got paid that much. Okay. And he's been away for a few years. What am I worth? With Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson has been to, has been to, has been to has an MVP. He has been to some playoff games. Now, Grant Lamar hasn't been to a Super Bowl. You know, Joe Burrow can sit back and say, you know what, I've been saying for years, probably about as much as um, Jalen Hurts, and he said, I've been to a Super Bowl, and I've been to AC Champions games. I've been amazed a little bit more than Jalen Hurts. I mean, maybe higher on that contract. You know, Justin Herbert, he went to his first playoff game last year, but again, he has, he's done he's done something in the first three years he played that Dan Marino or Joe Montana or John Elway has never done. And again, you look at Tua this past year, Tua had a career year. Because again, he found the right coach, he found the right coach, the right system, and he got a confidence in him. Again, the Dolphins still have confidence in Tua. Now, Grant, I know the concussions are an issue. I get it. I understand it. But again, Tua, if Tua again has another year of it like he had this past year, if he stays healthy, puts up slightly better numbers, then Tua's going to win this one. But again, again, we'll see. But for Jalen Hurts, yes, the money, he's going to get paid. And rightfully so, he should get paid. But again, like I said before, the pressure's all on Jalen. He's got to, he's got to produce. He's got to put he's got to put up those numbers. And again, the Philadelphia people, I would expect to put those numbers every single year or close to it, or even better. And again for the Philadelphia, again, Jalen can't all I get it, Jalen can't all do it himself. He's gotta have the offensive line that stays healthy. The running game has to continue to do continue to be successful. And again, AJ Brown, another thousand yard year, Devontae Smith, same thing. Goddard. Continue to put those solid numbers at the top end. And maybe find a consistent number three receiver. If you do that, the offense is not going anywhere. The defense is what could hold Philadelphia back. They've lost some players. And again, for Philadelphia, I don't count Howie Roseman out whatsoever. I mean, you know, with the 10th overall pick in this draft, does he go get Robinson? Does he add another offensive lineman? Because if they keep recruiting offensive linemen, does he get another pass rusher? Because they like to get pass rusher. Can you get somebody to maybe get a linebacker? Maybe, you know, maybe a linebacker. Now, maybe a safety. Maybe you get an all safety since you've lost, since you've lost, yeah. Since you lost Johnson. I mean, do you consider that? Again, there's a lot of options for certainly for Howie Roseman and the Philadelphia Eagles. 
So I'm interested to see what the brain trust of the Eagles certainly had for the draft, uh, for the draft this year. You know, and how it goes, and nothing would surprise me. Would he, would he consider trading down, add more draft picks? I wouldn't put it past Howard Levin to do that. I would be shocked if he didn't do it. But again, last year, they made that they made that special. They got A.J. Brown. They made the right decision at the right time. They picked A.J. for one year he wanted to take. And again, it worked out. Worked out wonders for him. Now they end up A.J. Hurts and they end up he's home. So again, the Eagles window of opportunity, it's it's still there. I mean, it's still there. I mean, Hurts is there. A.J. is still there. So is Devontae. Goddard is still relatively young. But the offensive line, it might have a little bit of age on it, but again, it's still pretty new. I mean, Lance jo- Land Johnson has been there. Lane Johnson's been the best right tackle in the league for many, many years. But again, he's had injuries the last few years, and you have to wonder, is there been anything about replacement for him? Um, yeah, yeah, you don't know. Kelsey's returning, but again, Kelsey, he's what, 34, 35 years old? You have to wonder. Kelsey, again, they, Kelsey handpicked his own successor from the University of Nebraska last year. And again, that's, you know, that's something. Again, the offensive line was taking a beating. The offensive line was asking wear and tear on it. But again, do you, again, the Eagles could go in that direction in the draft. But again, from the defense, the defense, the defense did get some guys back. They lost some guys. But again, the bottom line is, for Jalen Hurts, so the bottom line is, you didn't pay all that money. Everybody, yeah. There's going to be expectations. I mean, to be honest with you, dude, you can put up, a, you can put up, um, yeah, 30, you can put up 38 points, a, you can put 38 points in one game, but if your defense gets up 39, for some reason, you might get the ball there, and you're not playing on the defense side of the ball. Again, I, I, that's how, that's how, that's how people think, and I'm sure that's how the, that's how the, um, the Philadelphia Petty football side of the world football thing, and it did. But for Jalen Hurts, congratulations. You got your contract. Now comes the pressure. Can you get can you win the MVP? Can you get the Eagles back to Super Bowl? Can you win a Super Bowl? And that's gonna be a big thing. And to be honest with you, if Nick Foles could win a Super Bowl for yeah, for the city of Philadelphia, Jalen Hurts has got way more talent than Nick Foles does. Maybe it is. Maybe this could be a chance for the Eagles under the right circumstances and with the right with the right tools, with the right tools in place, this team could be a team to compete for many, many, for many, many more years to come. But again, you got to think about it. The offensive line, you got the next one, Justin's on, because it's starting to get a little bit aged here. And the cornerback, Darius Slade is back, but Darius Slade is what, 31 years old? Again, you got to think about that long term. But again, the window of opportunity is still there. It's still there for the Eagles. But again, like most teams, you pay him Jalen the money, you better, you better, you better, you better knock the door down now. You better kick that door in. You better grab the Lombardi while you can, because eventually, all good things will come to an end. And again, for Jalen, he's got his money now. He has to step. He's got to step his game up that much more. And again, again, you have to wonder how much longer is Lane Johnson is going to be able to hang around. Kelsey, he could retire come next season. You don't know. Darius Slade, this could be his last year. He could be gone. Again, the opportunity is still there, but you better grab it. Grab it while it's good. Jalen can get money. Jalen's not going anywhere anytime soon. Uh, again, for the Philadelphia Eagles and for the 
healeth itself. Now the time to grab it, grasp, grab it, and grab it while it's good. Now, I've always been a big fan of uh, of lighters. I read a lot of stuff actually off of a Facebook page, and there's a section I can go to, and I love it when you have lighters from like you know local local lighters or. It could be from USA Today or whatever publication or the Bleacher Report or whatever it's going to be. Now, there was a writer, and, I, and I'm going to be honest with you, I don't remember if it came from a local, local paper somebody else. Now, there was a word going around, and there has been rumors going around that Dalvin Cook could be possibly trade bait for Minnesota because he counts a lot on the salary cap, and a lot of people don't like to pay running backs a lot of money. Again, it, again that has not worked. That has not really worked out. In the past, as far as paying running backs, the x the x amount of dollars. Now, granted, maybe in the case of Derrick Henry, it has worked out. Aaron Jones has played well. He got a contract, but he played well. But Aaron Jones even took a pay cut to hang around with Green Bay because he didn't want to get cut. But the one thing that came out was that the the wire said that the Dallas Cowboys. And Jerry Jones could be very interested in Dalvin Cook. Now, again, I get the point of view as to why Dallas would want a guy like Dalvin Cook. I get it because Ezekiel Elliott, they cut him, they cut ties with him. Now, Tony Pollard is uh, is hurt. You don't know if he's going to be ready by week one. And the only guy you got, Ronald Jones, that has the most experience on that roster. Now, again, I can certainly understand the point of view as to the Cowboys want a guy like Dalvin Cook. I get it, and I understand it. But again, if you go ahead and get Dalvin Cook, he's going to cost a lot on your yeah, cost a lot on your yeah, on your cap, your salary. And I don't know if I see Jerry Jones paying that much money for Dalvin Cook. He paid for a lot on one. Yeah, he paid one, I think, on one Ezekiel Elliott, and now that, that didn't pan out too well. So I can't see him taking on Dalvin Cook's contract. Now, again, I'm sure if I have to take on the whole contract, I'm sure if they have to make a deal, Minnesota have to take a certain amount of money, Jared to pay a certain amount of money, I'm sure that's probably how that would, I'm sure that's probably how it would work, right? But again, it's an interesting thought, and I can understand the Dalvin Cook point of view. Again, you know, Dalvin Cook is a, pretty, is a good running back. He's one of the top running backs in this league. Again, Dalvin Cook has had young problems, injuries. He's, he's been injured for him since his days at Florida State. And again, he hasn't been healthy for a full season for the, for the Minnesota Vikings since he came into the league. There's surely no doubt that Dalvin Cook has talent. There's no denying that. Now, last year, Minnesota Vikings tried to, yeah, try to, yeah, they wanted to get, they wanted to pass the football more. And they certainly had that with the Justin Jefferson. Adam Thielen is still there. KJ Osborne upped his game, yeah, upped his game last year. And the way I got T.J. Hawkerson, you know, during the deal, during the year. So, again, it was passing the football. My problem was with, with the system was they told not to forget Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook is a good running back in this league. And, again, and again there were times I felt that Dalvin didn't get the ball enough. But, again, he still got 1,000 yards. And, he, and he's a decent receiver at the backfield. Now, for the sake of argument, let's say, let's say for the sake of argument, something's come down and he got traded to Dallas. Now, granted, you know, let's say Pollard is not healthy. Let's say, let's say Pollard misses a few, 
few games. Let's say Marcel, let's say his injury carries him to maybe the first three or four games of the regular season. Okay. You would have Dalvin Cook and Ronald Jones, okay? I can remember that more so than just Ronald Jones and a bunch of yeah, a bunch of like a bunch of other running backs. Yeah. Now I can look at Dalvin Cook. I can see a game with Dalvin Cook, you know, you got C D, you got Brandon Cooks, yeah. I can see that. Um, that would help it that would help the that would help the that would certainly help the offense that much more. And again, you need a balance. Now again, Mike McCarty did say something to the effect where he wanted more balance. He won't take pressure off of the defense. Now, certainly Dalvin Cook will certainly be has a tremendous asset to yeah, to them, without a doubt. But again, I just don't see Jerry taking the chance, taking the swing to the fences on Dalvin Cook. Yeah, just for the moment. Now again, to me, I think if Jerry's going to do that, consider running back. And I wouldn't be surprised if Jerry, Jerry would probably consider running back because you don't know how, you don't want to impoverish running back. So yeah, I see Jerry taking a chance on running back. Now, I'm sure there's rumors that Robinson would be a good possibility for him. And I can see Robinson being the next, next Emmett or next Zeke. He has a capability of being that type of guy. Brother Cowboys. He's, you know, he's sort of really sort of take a lot of pressure off of Dak Prescott. Make no mistake about it. He will take pressure off of him without a doubt. But again, I mean Dalvin Cook, you know, Dalvin Cook is would be a nice addition, but I just don't see it happening. Now again, with Dalvin Cook, I've always thought the Philadelphia Eagles would take a swing to the fences for him instead of Rashard Penny. Now granted, Cook and Penny both have injury issues, but again, Cook has been a thousand yard receiver and a runner in this league. Penny can't say that. But again, Cook can say that. Yeah, again, I thought maybe the Buffalo Bills would swing to the fences. They need a running back. Why not go get him? They got Daniel Harris, both in the Patriots. But again, Damian Harris, excuse me, Damian Harris. But again, I'd rather have Dalvin Cook or Harris. Again, you know, again. Most of these two teams I thought that Dalvin Cook have gone to, but no, he's still in Minnesota. Now again, you still keep hearing rumors they might they might trade Dalvin Cook. Again, I've heard rumors they can they could maybe trade even Kirk Cousins because in the final year's contract and they want to get something for him. Now, for right now, Kirk's been the starting quarterback. And there's talk about maybe they're drafting a quarterback of the future, you know, with that with their first overall pick. And they're saying it may be a hooker from um Tennessee might be the answer. That hooker could, he recovered from an ACL injury, but he might he could sit out that full year, not play at all, and come in and be the starting quarterback, you know, in 2024. Now, Hooker by then will be, what, 26 years old by then? Yeah, after that, you know, 26 years old, being a starting quarterback, and just coming out of college, that might be something that's a little leery, a little leery to a lot of experts that he's going to be, you know, that old. If he was like maybe 21 or 22 years old, you would think, but you'll be, yeah, 26 now, granted, being 20, be 26 next year, you would think he'd be more a mature player than maybe a 21, 22 year old. Not say it's not any mature 21, 22 year old players out there, but again, that is a possibility. That's certainly, that's certainly, that's certainly, certainly there. But, we'll see, I mean, we'll see, you know, we'll see. I mean, we'll, we'll see overall what you know. We'll see overall what what comes what comes of that. But for Dalvin Cook, 
be traded. Uh, right now, I don't know Dalvin will be traded. I'm not saying that we necessarily are not taking phone calls about Dalvin Cook. I'm not saying that. Again, if Minnesota is going to, you know, start trading contracts, Dalvin Cook is probably one. I'm sure Kirk Cousins will be talking there. But again, then again, deep down inside, you got to pay a Dalvin Cook. You'll have to pay Justin Jefferson his money. Then again, you got to look at this way. If you get rid of Dalvin Cook, I think they had re-signed Alexander Madison. My guess is, is he going to be moving a running back, or do you try to get a running back in the, this year's draft? Which I wouldn't be totally shocked if that would be it. If you're going to trade Dalvin Cook, you might as well go running back in this year's draft. Again, to me, I don't think Robinson's going to be there for Minnesota. I really don't. Um, you got Gibbs from Alabama. Is he a possibility? But again, Gibbs is, is a type of guy that can carry the ball 20 to 25 times a game if you need to be. Gibbs is an explosive player. Make no mistake about it. But I don't know that I see him as the answer. But again, we'll see. So we'll see with the Dalvin Cook. If he hadn't, if he hadn't gone with Minnesota for the total season. But I'm guessing with Minnesota, they get a, for some reason, they are out of the playoff race. Do I see Dalvin Cook going somewhere? Yeah. Heck, I can see Kirk Cousins going somewhere. Going somewhere and letting Nate Bowens be your quarterback and Alan, Alexander Massey be your uh, your offensive weapons for you. And again, that would probably hurt the progress of one Justin Jefferson, though. That would hurt his progress. But again, for Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook in Dallas. I'm sure Dallas fans are, would, would love to hear that. If you got a healthy Tony, if a healthy Tony Pollard comes back, Dalvin Cook, Tony Pollard, it's a pretty good one-two punch. I can live with that. Let's go along with Landon Cooks. Cooks, yeah, that ain't too bad. I can I can get with that program if I'm Dallas. But again, I just don't see Jerry Jones paying that much. He made one mistake by paying a running back in Ziggler all that money. And again, he made he had, I don't see him taking on Dalvin Cook. And now he's got Tony Pollard. Now, to me, he's got Tony Pollard on a one-year deal, two points a million. But again, start looking ahead to 2024. Does he bring Tony Pollard back and pay him that much money, that even more money? I'm going to say he might not. He very well may not. And then we get to the point where does Dallas do draft a running back? I see them drafting a running back. Yes, absolutely. If you look at ahead to 2024. Because again, Ronald Jones on a one-year deal, let's say, and Jerry might not want to pay Tony. He's got to figure out to pay Tony maybe what, what, 12, 13 million per year to keep him around, something like that. I don't see Jerry doing that. I wouldn't be surprised if Tony's gone in 2024. You bring in Dalvin Cook. Dalvin's probably a one-year rental at best. This goes on a lot. So yes, I can see if Robinson's there. Yeah, I can see him jumping on him. Maybe you do jump on Gibbs. But again, you're going to keep those guys around for, what, at least three years, four if you're lucky at best. And then you have to turn around and pay them the money. But for, Jer for Dallas Cowboys fans, oh, that's, that's a dream. It's a great dream to have. But it's not happening. My guess is Dallas stays in Minnesota until, yeah, until, unless Minnesota gets out of the playoff run, then yes, Dallas gets traded. But would I be surprised? I wouldn't be surprised if Dallas got traded, traded, drafted a trade. Would it surprise me? Not really. But to be honest with you, I don't see Dalvin going anywhere. Dalvin stays in Minnesota along with Kirk Cousins unless, let's say for example, they're out, they get out of the playoff race. Then I can see Bolton getting traded 
But for right now, Dalvin Cook and the Cowboys, I think it's a pipe dream. It's a nice dream to have here in Dallas Cowboy fan. But I don't see Jerry Jerry taking on that responsibility. Since we're in the mood to talk about running backs, let's talk about a running back that we don't talk a lot about. He had a career we don't remember last year, and that's Josh Jacobs. Now, we're on the street as Josh Jacobs did not sign his uh sign the uh, one year deal that he's got coming. He'll he'll get paid probably the same amount that Tony Pollard will get paid for Dallas Cowboys. And he is not looking to sign that contract. He wants a long term deal. Now, since Josh first got to the since first got drafted, yeah, by the Raiders. Yeah. Josh has actually put up some solid numbers. He's been a solid running back. Now, I think he's had some injuries, not this past year, but a couple years ago. He's he got dinged up, got hurt. Again, you know, a lot of people thought that Josh Jacobs was gonna be pretty much gone after this season here from the from the Raiders. But evidently, you know, um, evidently Josh McDaniels wants to solve something new. Um, actually, actually in the first preseason game, Josh yeah, again, Josh Jacobs was out there playing a lot of football. A lot and it's to the point where a lot of people thought that maybe Josh McDaniels was uh, showcasing his talents to another team. But anyway, Josh Jacobs ends up going on and having a lead to the NFL in rushing. And Josh was a very big factor in the Raiders offense this past year. Now, Josh had a good year. Devontae Adams still put up his numbers, but again, of course, Renfro and Waller, they were hurt a lot last year. But again, we thought that Xavier White, when he got drafted, we thought he was going to be the running back of the future. Well, again, Xavier's not going to see the field. Abdullah is pretty much a third down back. So J- Jacobs had a career year. Now, Jacobs is like any other running back. Jacobs probably wants to get paid the Christian McCaffrey or Derrick Henry or you know type of Dalvin Cook. He wants to get paid that top dollar. He wants to pay that top money. And Josh has proved himself since he's in since he's in this league. The only thing is Josh has, has hurt him is injuries. He's had some injury bugs for a couple of years. But other than that, Josh has been a solid football player for the Raiders. Again, he had a rookie he had a career this past year. Now again, I think Josh again, I think Josh Williams could put up a pretty decent number. And for Josh, you know, for Josh, Josh comes from the Bill Belichick. The more running backs you get, the better. But again, Josh stepped up, took over, and did the job. Now, for Bill Belichick, one point in time, he had Corey Dillon. And Corey Dillon carried the ball an awful lot. Yeah, when they, when they first, won, first when he won his first title. Then he got rid of Latrell Blunt, right? Blunt at one time got to be the number one running back. He carried the ball an awful lot. He got a Super Bowl out of so it's not to say, so Josh Daniels knows from first-hand experience that it can be done. And with Josh Jacobs, yes, we have to feed Josh Jacobs the football. But again, we're at an era where now nobody wants to pay the Christian McCaffrey type money. Because as we all know what happened to Panthers and Christian McCaffrey, you pay him the money, he ended up getting hurt, and now he got traded to the 49ers. Now, again, McCaffrey did stay healthy this past year. Don't get me wrong on that. But when he got his contract, he got hurt. Zeke, when Zeke got his contract, his numbers dropped off. Again, it seems like when you give a running back X amount of dollars, yeah, again, yeah, something seems to go wrong. Injuries occur. Now, again, Josh, again, you know, Josh has played well for the Raiders. But again, you have to wonder, I mean, does Josh, will Josh come to, you know, will Josh come to terms, will he sign his one-year deal? 
and bet on himself. Some players will, by the time they're done with you, bet on themselves. It pays off. Sometimes it doesn't pay off. Oh, Lamar Jackson, at one point in time, it seemed to pay off for him when injuries cost him for Lamar Jackson. But again, I, I get it. You know, I get the point where, you know, where you're a player in this league, you want to get paid as much money as you can. But unfortunately, Josh Jacobs is in that category where a lot of teams do not want to pay their running backs X amount of dollars. Now, I'm not saying that Josh or guys like Barkley don't deserve to get paid. Of course, Barkley, he's been hurt the last couple of seasons and like a lot, but he stayed healthy last year and produced solid numbers again. Again, Josh has been a, has been a valuable asset for the Bears since they drafted him out of the University of Alabama. And Josh has come a long way. As we, of course, this video, you probably know that Josh, you know, at one time, lived out of a car. Him and his dad, they lived out of a car. That's been duly noted. And, um, and Josh has come from there to being a pretty good running back in this league. But I don't know if the Raiders would really pay Josh that amount of money. He's got to get the one-year deal. Now, to me, does he sound, will he sign a one-year deal? I think deep down inside, Josh will sign a one-year deal. He'll have to prove himself one more time around for the Raiders. And then again, I don't know if the Raiders or any team in the NFL would want to pay Josh Jacobs that much amount of money because when you pay a running back that much, that much amount of money, it comes back to bite you in the butt. And again, we stated this before. You've got a decent set of running backs coming out this year. And again, you want those guys, Robinson, Gibbs, a gentleman from UCLA, why experts like, why NFL scouts like him. Again, you've got running backs that look like a young man from Tulane. A lot of people are raving about him. The point is, you've got some running backs coming out of this year's draft. But if you can sit back and you're in the right situation at the right time, you can draft that guy. And again, there's decision decisions to be made. I mean, I mean, I look at Josh Jacobs. I mean, if it's a business, why don't you go ahead and show Drew Dixon out for Josh? Yeah, for Josh Jacobs. Heck, I wouldn't mind doing it. But again, Dixon's making money. Making money. He's making some money. But again, Dixon, he's got off. He's got some off-field issues. And again, you have to wonder, you know, whether they're going to keep Dixon around. I mean. I'd ship Dixon off and get Josh Jacobs, put Josh Jacobs in, in the lineup for the Bengals. But again, it all depends where Josh Jacobs fits the Bengals system. That'd be the biggest thing. Dixon probably fits the system more so than, you know, I mean, the thought process out there. I'll put it out there, but I mean, I, I don't know if Josh would fit the system. But he fits Josh McDaniel's system. And again, you have to look at this way. You got Jimmy Garoppolo to be a quarterback. Yes, you still got Devontae Adams, 111 plays, you still got them. And you should and you pay Darren Waller all that money, but you shipped him off. But for for him, to be honest with you, if you're Josh McDaniels, you Brad Brad Zabler and company, yes, you want Josh Jacobs back. But Josh in this in, in a situation where a lot of people are not gonna pay a running back for X amount of dollars. And Josh wants a contract. I get it, I understand it. Life and life protection of running back in this league is is not much really. It's hard to have a long career. Because with a running back is if you get 29, 30 years, you get to like 30 years old, your career is pretty much over with if you're a running back in this league. Josh Jacobs knows that. So does Barkley. So does other running backs that want to get paid X amount of dollars. It's all it's all about, you know, 
You want that? You want that? You want you want that book? I mean, you can buy one. Now, Bradshaw says he will be forced to make a rich one, as he can right here, right now. But again, for Josh, I don't know. My best bet for Josh, I guess, is a sign of one year old. Take the money, prove you, prove Raiders wrong again, and then make them, you know, make them say, "Hey, for the last two years, I've done this for you. Now you need to pay up." That's the only way I can tell Josh you got to pay up. But again, I don't want Josh to be in my way beyond Bell. I did that for the entire year. I mean, to me, do I think Jacobs will do that? I really don't think Jacobs will do that. Not at all. I don't think so. But again, maybe this is time for a guy like Ziggler, Ziggler to sit down and talk to Josh. Maybe his agent said, hey, maybe we can come to some kind of agreement. Maybe we can give him this. Maybe you start looking at that guy's number eight. Maybe you start looking at that guy's number eight. And then maybe they make it. Maybe you have to look at a contract like maybe, maybe a Joe Mixon like contract. Maybe. Something like that. Hey, maybe we can pay him this amount of money. Yeah, you know, maybe Josh takes it. But again, I'm sure Josh wants Christian McCaffrey. Derrick Henry type of money. And I know the Raiders are not willing to do that. But again, if you start looking at what, Do what Dalvin Cook's getting paid, what about Joe Mixon's getting paid? You know, sign someone like this, for example, if they can come to an agreement. But again, I understand that running backs are a dime a dozen in this league. I get it. I understand it. But again, if you have a decent running back, it's hard to let the guy go. But deep down inside, you gotta do. You gotta do what you can. It's best for the organization. And for the organization, you need to figure out a way to sign Josh Jacobs. To me, I don't know if Zaire White is ready. He wasn't ready last year. Could be ready this year. Abdul's now a guy that can, you know, really have bold in it from the Patriots, but he's not the long-term answer. So unless you let Jacobs sit until full year, and you believe that Zaire White is the answer, to me, we'll find. We'll find out. We'll find out. I'm sure a guy like Zaire White will get plenty of time. And preseason, at least we think he will. But we'll see. But for Jacobs, I get it and I understand it. You want the money. But again, Josh, the bottom line is, it's hard to get paid that much. <laughs> and you're in a position where running backs, I guess, say, my man, are a dime in a dozen. But Josh had a good year last year and he's made his point. So we'll see if Josh gets paid or he sets out for what he plans on doing. Now for the final segment, we'll talk about a team that we haven't talked about that. We don't talk about that much. And that is the Los Angeles Rams. We don't really talk about them that much. But there is some good news coming out of LA. And that is Matthew Schrapp, who feels that he is in he feels great. He feels in awesome shape that he is uh, his concussions are cleared away. He um yeah, the whole um, injury with his back with his uh his back and uh he feels 100%. He feels great. And certainly that is good news for the, that is certainly good news for the Rams, for the Rams faithful. Now again, it seems like it was ages ago that the Rams won the championship. Well, you were for the last. Matthew Schrapper was a big reason why they won the Super Bowl a couple years ago. Schrapper at one point in time was a huge upgrade over Jared Goff. Now in that year, yes, he was a tremendous upgrade last year. Goff kind of outdone Schrapper. Trapper had injuries. He struggled. He struggled. I mean, yeah, uh, the offensive line, of course, wasn't the greatest in the world. Running game was, was poor. Cooper Cup, well, he was still Cooper Cup, but again, that was it. Other than maybe Cooper Cup and Tyler Higby, that was it. Robinson, Al Robinson, he became a bust. Vance Jefferson was hurt. 
again, the biggest thing with Stratford was was the offensive line. That was the biggest issue, and I knew that was going to be a big issue. And for Stratford, we gave it all. We had a poor offensive line play. We had a poor running game play. Now, you can think about it. Preston's in all those years in Detroit and all the bad running games he had in Detroit. If he had to throw the football, and this year it was an exception to the rule again, once again, he had to throw the football. Now, I'm sure that he wished he had Detroit's offensive line could do that to Green Bay. I mean, excuse me, to uh, the Rams, and it'd probably be all right. But unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. Again, it's great that Stratford. Stratford is an underrated quarterback in this league. A lot of people like Stratford. A lot of experts don't like Matthew Stratford. And Stratford has been, has done, has done fine under Sean McVay. But again, you have to remember with, with Stratford, can't stay healthy the full 17 games. Well, that offensive line, he's not going to stay the full 17 games. And the running game, Cam Akers, has to prove that he can be a thousand yard rusher and take the pressure off Matthew Stratford. Because here's where the problem is. Here's where the problem is. And there was rumors even going on this offseason that maybe the Rams would trade Matthew Stratford. Now, Matthew would have some value for the right team. But for Matthew Stratford to be successful, he has to have a good offensive line. Yes, he has to have decent set receivers and at least one running back that he can rely on. And again, right now, he doesn't have the offensive line. The running game, it's shaky. Yes, he's got Cooper Cup. I can rely on him all day long. But the bottom line is, but the bottom line is, and that's the thing with Matthew Stratford. Matthew Stratford could be healthy as a horse as the old expression goes. But the bottom line is, has the offense all improved? No. Has the running game gotten that better? Not really. Cooper Cup, yes, Cooper Cup will be back. Now Robinson is gone, and we'll talk about him in our next 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 episode. Van Jefferson, can Van Jefferson ever get on track? Yes, Higgins will be back. But the point is, it's it's all it's all fine well and good. But the bottom line is, where's the guy around him? And that's where the that's where the problem is going to come in. Again, I hate to say it, but for the Rams in the long term, they're probably better off to trade Matthew Stratford and get what you can for him. And there are some teams out there that will take Matthew Stratford. That will gamble on Stratford under the right circumstances. Now we talk about what about Matthew Stratford in New York? You think about it. A, at least a decent, at least at least a little bit of offensive line to work with. Okay, he would have a, he would have the Gary Wilson there. Okay. He would have Gary Wilson with him. He would have Blake Hardman. He would have Lazard. Maybe he can work out with that. You know, if Bryce Hall can be healthy, he would have a running back to work with. Again, I don't know. I, I don't know if I can see Matthew Strap in New York, but it'd be something, it'd be something to hang, to hang your, uh, to hang, hang your hat on. Maybe, maybe. But again, it's good Strap. And Strafford is one of the more underrated quarterbacks in this league. He played for a lot of bad Detroit Lions teams. Some experts like him. Some experts don't like him. But again, when you finally got to the right situation in the Rams, may help Rams. Super Bowl champions. Now again, injuries have hurt him the last couple of years, and some people think that maybe Stratford should walk off into the sun into the sunset. But Matthew is back. Matthew says he's in great shape, and that's great to hear. But again, Matthew Stratford, what worries me is the offensive line play hasn't gotten better. The running game, unless Akers can become a thousand yard rusher, the running game has not gotten better. Yes, Cooper Cup does return. But you still got holes in the receiving core. And yes, I like Higby. 
But the bottom line is, no offensive line, no running game, concern. Strafford's healthy. That's great. But how long can he stay healthy for the full season? That's all I have time for this episode, ladies and gentlemen. Please take care of yourselves. See you again soon.